What's up, Cracking Aces listeners? You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Hello. Hey. Hey. Pretty crazy stuff, huh? Yeah, congrats. <laughs> Give me some accolades. Um, Saving the company, buying it back. Yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to get fired now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... how, was your di- how was your dinner? Dinner was good. Dinner was good. I get, let's just start. So we record today's Wednesday. We usually record on Tuesdays and I upload it on Tuesdays. And we recorded yesterday before the big announcement. And we kind of talked about the big announcement during the show, but we didn't know what it was. And I don't I don't think the episode was necessarily that good. It was, I mean, I'm splicing today's show and yesterday's show together, keeping the good parts, but it didn't make sense to release it based on what the announcement actually was, which is Dave bought back, sorry, it's just loud. Dave bought back Barcelona Sports from Penn. <laughs> and so we're no longer- For zero dollars. What? For zero dollars. Zero dollars. He was giving it back on a silver platter. Like, all right, that was fun. Here's your company back. It, he sold it for 500 million. He bought it back for zero dollars. It's the most impressive business deal ever made. And yes. obviously there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. like. As far as I understand, it was just like, and what Dave said publicly is like, it was just really hard to deal with regulators, like getting legalized in each state, gaining market share when every regulator hated Barstool Sports and Penn, uh, who was great every step of the way, obviously, it was just like, you know, everybody was giving each other headaches, I guess, like, it's like trying to do stuff and trying to weave through the legality of everything while still being Barstool Sports. And then Penn got an opportunity to work with ESPN and it just, the deal went through and Dave was given back Barstool and it's pretty crazy. So now we're just an independent company for the first time. I mean, I moved to New York, lived with you 2016 when we were bought by Chernin. So we haven't been independent since before that. And yeah, now we're pretty wild. It just yeah. gets 100%. Dave's. One hundred days. It's unreal. It's crazy. So we didn't know this when we recorded yesterday, and I felt kind of silly putting out. When I listened back to it last night, I was like, "This is kind of silly to put out a podcast after we're sold by a casino company and not talk about it." What it means for us? Nothing really. Um, I can stream ACR now. Oh, so. I don't know. Uh-oh. Yeah, I can come to New Jersey and stream WSOP. I can. We can do anything. Okay. We can do anything we want. Um, is the is the uh, is the is the bar stool poker tour back on? Okay, so a bunch of people were asking that. I feel like we're in a worse place now 
with the Barstool Poker Tour than we were before. But you lose the you lose the infrastructure. Yeah, if we couldn't do it when we had the casinos, I don't know if we can do it when we have none of the infrastructure. So I think that's uh, back on the back burner. It also makes sense why the guy from Penn didn't email me back about it when I emailed him last week. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but everything else, I mean... Dave is just back in the mix. I went to dinner with him last night. It was lovely. We went to Zero Bond, which is a fancy schmancy place uh, in New York City. It's like uh, membership only. We had the steak with some sushi, you know, just fella stuff, some wine, some drinks, talk biz, talk business. Mincy's back. Couldn't Mincy's put out back. A, we couldn't put out a podcast without mentioning that the king of Barcelona sports, Ben Mintz, now works here again. I don't know his future on Cracking Aces, though. I feel like after he left uh, the show, he showed us zero love. You know, he he didn't really show us any love when he left. So I, I don't really know his future. Oh, he's with the cool kids today. You see that? He's in Chicago. Smitty's getting his ass kicked by Dave all across the internet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're back. Barcel's back, baby. Smitty, I know you take it personally. Doesn't a little bit of you feel good? Like, all right, Dave's back. He's making fun of me again. Well, for, first of all, I, I don't take it personally anymore. I, I just don't. So good. that's 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 good. Um, it, it, this move, I mean, we talked about Barstool and the state of it ad nauseum for the past three years. And I, I, think, it, I think it's helped our relationship greatly yeah. as, as friends because it's yeah. something we, we connect with. This is by far the best situation for Barstool Sports as content. By yeah. far the best it's situation. It's going to make our lives more miserable, but it also gives our careers like an extra spark. And it definitely gives them more purpose. That's for sure. Purpose is a good word. I was feeling very unfulfilled. Uh, yeah. At Barstool. Uh, the, the, blog, the blog matters again. Blog I mean, definitely matters again. Uh, but besides that, you can't, you, can't like, go you can't go on paternity leave and ignore the blog. <laughs> Dave's been talking a lot today about like, he's Excuse me, maternity leave. He's unsure of the rules <laughs> of a private company compared to like a publicly owned company. He's like, am I allowed to call my fat employees fat because I own the company? Or is that still like something you're not allowed to do? Like, he's like trying to figure out, he's like, I don't know. I own them, but can they sue me for calling them big fatties? Let, let me let me let me read you the text that he sent me this morning. Oh, uh, so you know, word, the, word for the word. preface: Smitty didn't show up to work today, and Dave got very angry at him. Yeah, my kid has a had a doctor's appointment, which is part of the reason why I'm not in the office as much uh, before I had uh, the second child. But I'll talk to him privately about that tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> you wrote seven blogs all of July. That was a text. Uh, had a second kid on May 29th. It was on turning leaves up to recently. We'd blog more, but you know, things have been going on, and that's the off the record stuff with the, the, some things going on. And uh, if you need to talk about it, record non content, I can question, Are you still on paternity leave? And I said, Well, not technically, but I, I be honest with you, I probably should be. I was offered 16 weeks by pen, and I said I only needed four to six. Because I wanted to come back for the World Series of Poker. That's why I said six weeks. And uh, immediately, Penn doesn't own Barstow anymore. I do. Yeah. And it's like, what? Well, May 29th, my kid was born. <laughs> like, that's what I did. Like, what, you can't retroactively go back and like change everything. So, yeah, that's, that's what we're dealing with now. And 
Yeah. yeah. I, hey, this is this is the life you signed up for. 15 years of being being thrown around the ring by Dave has has gotten you two WSOP circuit rings, a house, a wife, two kids, all all praise be to your well mom. i think i think the house can be credited dave somewhat everything else i i i'll stick aside like i mean i told you guys i think privately maybe on the show also and i've talked to like people about it i thought my time at barcel was very much coming to an end because penn owned us a casino company gambling company sports book company i don't gamble i mean i do poker but i don't gamble um i've been here a long enough that my salary probably was higher than they wanted to pay bloggers and i wasn't moving to chicago with big cat i mean i'm not in his circle whatsoever when me and smitty were at our best we were also like in dave's circle like you know pick on circle i guess like you know we're part of his not whack pack you know we're not like that much but you know he he, he he's smitty you still have a hard time with he's just comfortable picking on you, which is a good thing. Which is why, which is why I don't take it me personally. And, and you're right about that. I was feeling the same exact way, and we discussed it before about when our contracts are up, when my contract's up, January first, twenty twenty six. Now, if it's still valid, I still don't know whether our contract. Yeah, I don't know either. That's a question. But I there was a reason why over the past, basically over the past two years since game time, uh, shit the bed. I would say 75% of my contact revolved around the sports book in some yeah. way because of that reason. Like I have a family. Now. Like I need to, to, to just be taken care of and have a job. So if that means coming to the office every day now, like that's better for content. That's, that's better for this. Is that feasible three hours away? I, I, I we're, we're going to have to make some decisions, but it, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's good for Barstool. Whether I'm here or not, Nate, I know you're a lifer. Whether I'm here or not, long term, like we'll 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 see. I make no qualms about it. Like I I thought I was done, and this definitely has given me new breath, new life. I'm re re energized. I don't know. Let's get back to the matter B. This is great for poker at Barstool. Great, is it? What do you mean? Is it? We can stream now, whatever we want. That's the first thing you said to me is I can now stream ACR. I you can. About that. You can. But it, it does leave an avenue for, for that. I know I'm especially in the short term after getting an email today that uh, another circuit ring event starts next Wednesday. I'm definitely going to be taking it there. To that. Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, no, so guarantee. Exciting times. Um, I don't know. D- Dave wants to be back in the mix more, which is, I mean... <laughs> Good for the viewer, good for the fan, bad for Eric and Smitty, but well, that that's also that's also a thing that we'll we'll see it. But also, it. like it's funny. I he wanted he wanted me to like react and fight back at him today about you know not he was just so he was mad people weren't here early this morning. I got in at ten thirty and he started yelling at me. I think he yeah. wanted me to yell back. So like I don't know, I'm not going to yell back. Well, that's that's also my biggest concern. When before we got sold the pen, you know, we, it was, you and me were going at it. You had the romper room. He was able to do that and get fiery reactions. What made it a reality show? I don't know if I have that in me to fight back anymore. Yeah. as much as I did. Yeah, so, kind of like make jokes about it. Like yeah. I so know. I mean, if he thinks he it's still 2017, which I still think he does in a way 
And like I, I heard radio today with like Kev, like very, very frustrating. Uh, Jake, do you have any questions? No. Um, so it seems like we're safe now. Cracking Aces was renewed. Yes. Uh, wow. We live on. Shout out to our dozens and dozens of listeners. Appreciate you guys as always. And um, yeah, fun times, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Dave still lives in Miami. So it's probably like a lot right now and then it'll settle down. But we have Barcel yeah. Radio from New York City uh, every day or Monday through Thursday with Kevin, John and Tommy Smokes. And it, it'll probably be like, you know, a more mild version of what uh, Barcel Radio was with Dave. But it'll still involve like the inner office wackies and drama and all that stuff, politics. And uh yeah, it's a it's a fun time to be a Barstool fan. I feel like morale was so low and like you just tell Dave was checked out. He said on radio today, he goes, my attention was zero. Like he was paying zero. It was all sports book and like his gambling stuff and like one bite and pizza, but not really like what's happening in New York City office. It was just like he didn't really feel like he was the boss or like it mattered. And I he was on his way out the door anyway. He's just back you know it's like he's he's just back he's gonna rattle cages he's gonna stir the pot it'll be interesting like if you're a barstool fan and you like kind of get the reality show stuff which which is what's so, so you just delete twitter or like just delete it off your phone because like the people who get it like just observe watch laugh move on the people who don't get it are the most frustrating people on twitter because they like don't understand that Dave, like we could have all been here at 9 a.m. this morning and he just still would have found a way to stir the pot. It did. It was just that was the thing that he jumped to. It doesn't matter. Like he's just good at that. It's what he does. It's how he gets people. All the eyeballs are on New York City because of what Dave did this morning. And it, if he chose to go after Smitty, so be it. But that's the way Dave operates. It's it's a good thing. Everything's everything's on the up and up right now, I would yeah. say. Yeah, I didn't even tweet today because there's no point unless I'm in the office. So my number one, you go to my profile, which just says Barstool is back. Retweet with Dave. (laughs) As the number two in command at Barstool, I'm glad that I could save the company. Yeah, how was your dinner last night? I went to dinner with Dave and Gaz and Erica was there for uh, the beginning of it. She stayed for a drink. Um, It was lovely. We had a great time. We had a really, Dave was in a great mood. Just we we laughed, we made fun of people, we we shot the shit, we talked business, ROI, etc. Uh deliverables. Um <laughs> not wouldn't do that, but no, it was, it was he was in a good mood. We drank some, talked about uh, he was he was going through like his texts, like who has texted him, who hasn't. It's like, oh, Bobby Flay just texted me. It's like, what? He's like, Oh yeah, he's my neighbor in Saratoga. It's like, that's crazy. Um <laughs> yeah. Life. He lives like this totally different life, but at the same time, all he wants to do is just like come into this office and make fun of Rico Bosco. Like he's he's worth a bazillion dollars, but his true happiness is calling lazy uh Smitty lazy and making fun of Rico. That's like where he gets his true. I mean, he he was after my throat for a lot today. I just didn't really care. I mean, I I felt bad honestly. I got here at ten thirty. It's like yeah, I probably should have been here earlier. Huh. Yeah, good times. Good times. All right. It's amazing because he, he got gifted the company back and then his net worth skyrocketed by like 20%. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, it's really it's really going to go down it's really going to go down as like one of the most absurd business deals in history in what, american yeah. history yeah and the only so if he sells again which he said he'll never do he's like i will never sell again he um has to give pen 50 percent of the sale so let's say mm-hmm. you know he sells barstool again for whatever five, another 500 million dollars pen gets 250 million of that but he's like i will just pass this thing down generation to generation until it just fizzles out or whatever it's like never selling again i mean he literally has sold his company twice and he still owns the company it's 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 remarkable it's insane it's insane and and like you talk about the deal with the devil like barstool i mean dude i just feel like he's so rich any situation that he's ever been in he has had absurd luck (laughs) <laughs> like with the big stuff i we thought the movie was over we're like all right yeah. let's get the screenwriter the movie's coming to an end we that this is the end and it, it, like this is gonna be a 10-hour movie it's just <laughs> you think it's done and it just whew, goes back again crazy. It's wild wild shit Cray, cray. Well, i just hope my paychecks keep cashing yeah the barstool paychecks will keep coming the people who are mostly in shambles are the people who have never done business floor stuff with Dave engaged and paying attention and in control. Because when, I mean, we have the, uh, Jay, do you know the Saul Saul, uh, um, Sage story? We have a sales guy named Sage. No. And he calls him Saul Sage, like sausage, because he just calls him fat all the time. And he's just like a very nice sales guy but one time at the kentucky derby they were in a box and saw sage was just shrimping he just goes he's just stuffing shrimp cocktail into his mouth that fat fuck and he just says it all the time but he's like the only person that dave on the business floor that dave like will really like talk shit about because he's been doing it for five six years now these new business floor people have no idea (laughs) they just have no clue and i've worked with these business floor people there's a few who i consider my enemies i'm like Dave won't hold back on these people. Like some of them are just like ridiculous hmm. to work with that they I'm I'm sure a few of them are updating their resume. <laughs> Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost my turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. That's all I got. Well, so we're not so we're not going to St. Louis now to the Penn property. Yeah, I know. I need. A, I actually want to ask Dave that. Fuck. I was like, I have a trip plan to play at a Penn casino. Should I still go? Did you buy? Did you buy tickets? I no. Thank God. Good. I I just don't know the answer. I think he'll be like, I don't care. Now we'll uh, we'll just go into yesterday's talk about the Negranu, uh home game, and that'll be the episode. Why don't right. you just Why don't you just add that onto this? That's what I'm saying. I'm just going to splice that. Oh, okay. oh no, no, I'm not saying let's do it again. We, <laughs> yeah. we talked about that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good episode. So Daniel Negroni played a home game with, uh, I thought that was a really cool story. He he was taking his dogs on a walk in Vegas and a kid in a suit ran up to him and said, Mr. Daniel, Mr. Daniel, 
will you come play me and my friend's home game, poker game? It's our last one before we go all go off to college. And so Daniel tweeted it. He's like, this is what just happened. Should I go play this poker game with these kids? And obviously everyone's like, Daniel, we already know you're going to play. Like, duh. And he's like, yeah, duh, I'm already going to play. So the kid then tweets at Daniel a picture of him and his friends. And they're all wearing like tuxedos and suits and dressed up, which I thought was really cool. And uh, Daniel goes, it was 7.30. He goes, all right, I'm eating dinner. I'll, I'll be there at 9. So he goes over to the kid's house and he brings them a, a big box of GG poker gear. And he sits down, he plays a 25 cent, 50 cent cash game with them. He has $100 to the pot out of his pocket, generous. And he, he like, it was really cool. Like he put them all on his social and he went, this is what blew me away. He goes around the table, introducing each person. They're all like going to like Cornell and Georgetown and NYU. And like, they're all just like these genius kids who just are all, you know, friends and are about to go off to college. I was like, this is so great. They're going to have this memory forever about their last night together as friends in Vegas before they go their separate ways. And Daniel Negreanu documented the whole thing. I thought it was really nice. Yeah, it was awesome. What's cool about that is, I mean, for like from our point of view, is uh, that would have been really, really cool for me. And, and I assume you when we were seniors in high school. Oh, I would say it would be cool now. <laughs> it would be cool now, but like that just like, yeah, that just shows, I mean, Daniel's relevance is like, I mean, I oh, graduated. Yeah. I graduated high school in 2007 and he was relevant even before then. You infamously did the the basement poker tour with your friends when you were Oh, infamous? I guess not infamous. I guess legendary is a better legendary. word. Uh you were Huck Seed? No, no, I was Dutch Boyd. Dutch Boyd. I always get them confused. You were yeah. Dutch Boyd. Did you have a Negranu in your in your group? But, yeah, of course. You should send him the video. Be like, this This was us. I know. Um, man, I think there's a there's a picture somewhere. Um, Did you guys dress up as the people? No. Uh, so you didn't have like a Chris Ferguson like a cowboy hat? No, no. Um, I think maybe the... I can't remember, but I think maybe the guy who was Doyle had a cowboy hat. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. Prayers up. Um, but no, I mean, it's just really cool. Like imagine just being, you know, a, a fan of poker. They obviously are and having, you know, just shooting your shot and having, you know, probably the most famous poker player in the world. Yeah. It, it's like, go over and just play your home game. You're playing backyard <laughs> you football <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes comes and plays all full-time quarterback for, for you and your friends. It's just, yeah. It, I, I've always said this about poker too, where, Daniel's, you know, the most famous poker player or whatever, Phil, maybe, whatever. Uh, you can make an argument for either of them. I'd still say Negreanu is more famous than Phil, right? Yeah, I would I would say so. Okay. It, it has to be close, but whatever. Not Ivy. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's still close. But, like, he's the most famous in the world. He, he's, But it's like, he's so nice. Like, he's just so generous. And he's been doing this for 20 years, giving his time to anybody who asks. It's just, you don't get that sort of access. Like, the way poker players also just are so very online compared to any other industry. Just They always are on Twitter interacting. And I think that's also just says a lot about poker, though, where 
it is an open field. It's not like you can't like sign up to be a football player tomorrow. Anyone can sign up for a tournament tomorrow. And so you just get so much more access with the poker players. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. I think almost all poker players are, you know, they're mostly normal people. You know, they're, they're regular people that, that are successful in, in their field, but you're right. It's, it doesn't require, um, you know, it requires skill and talent, but it's not like, I mean, it's not physical skill or physical talent. And anyone can say that they're a professional poker player. It's just Hmm. most poker players are, I mean, like, even if you separated the really famous guys, most like very successful poker players are, are regular dudes who, regardless of, of the stakes are, pretty normal people and, and pretty accessible. Yeah. I, I, I often will like kind of snicker or laugh when I don't know, let's use a guy like chance, for example, you know, not only just like a really profitable, successful summer making millions of dollars, just has had sustainable success for the majority of his career. It has a decent sized bank account. And I always just laugh when chance is standing in the hallway of not the Rio of, of whatever, what's it called? Harris, like just Harris in the cigarette smoke with everybody else i'm like you're worth too much money just to be standing next to like these smelly cigarette smoking idiots like just it's just but we're all in the same pool besides phil ivy we're all in the same pool i mean some people get little benefits like we talked about jamie gold how wsop like let him like cut the line or whatever and like i'm sure like phil gets perks obviously but negranu waits in line at the cage kind of like anybody else he has seven diamonds or whatever but he still has to like these very rich very successful players still kind of have to do the same thing as fucking eric nathan does it, it it's pretty cool yeah yeah i think that's i think that's a a very positive cool thing about about the poker community and the poker world um oh, wait and i like how they pay out exactly the same across the board like dan weinman was just waiting in line with people who just busted the daily to get cash outs and Dan Wyman literally like they give you the same little printed ticket for winning the main event and the same printed ticket for finishing 245th in the $250 daily. It, it, and he's just waiting in line with everybody else to, I don't even know, collect his winnings. Like, I don't even know what the fuck you do, but it, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I imagine up. that when, uh, I imagine that when you're waiting in that, in the line after winning the main event, you don't really care how long it is. <laughs> but so it works kind of the opposite of what you'd expect. Did you see the video of Daniel emptying his safety deposit box, but they didn't have any bags. So he was just, he just took 300 K in bricks and cash. And he just walked out like just into the casino, like just carrying these stacks of cash with him. Maria Ho took a video and like put it on her story. It's like, that's the most dangerous thing I've ever seen in my life. As long as he didn't leave the casino. Yeah, he's it's pretty safe. It's pretty safe in the casino. Like nobody's shocked to see that Daniel Negreanu has a bunch of cash on him. He was the carrot. Like it was like weighing him down. It was so much money. These guys have a lot of money, huh? Yeah. Yeah. If they're carrying around three hundred k, like it's three hundred dollars, yeah. uh, they probably have a lot of money. We t- we talked about Negreanu going to that. Uh... The, the kids' poker game, which was pretty cool. That's just cool. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying... Smitty, have you had a, a brush with fame like that? Have you... you Well, you pl- you played baseball with Ryan Howard. That's 
pretty cool. Did I? Uh, didn't you downstairs at the old office? Oh, those Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Uh, in the only thing similar to that, which is actually very similar, we were doing uh, when we had the Barstool bus and we were doing something at a college in Boston College. And YP was there. I forget who else there. We're promoting some. Brett yeah, Merriman that's like Schmerriman and YP just went city to city and Glenny Balls probably. Yeah. And uh, I went up there. It was when I first started dating my my now wife, who was at Tufts at the time, veterinary school. And we went and we were hanging out and we did our thing. And then afterwards, these this is when I was peak game time. Uh, afterwards, people challenged me to Super Smash Brothers. So I went over to their fraternity house <laughs> and just played Smash Brothers for like two hours while they attempted to wine and dine my now wife. But it's like a couch frat house, so they didn't know like what to do, what to get her. So they like dusted off this like their only wine glass on top of the fridge and like cleaned it really good and got like their rosé that they had for like someone's old, old date or flame or something just like four to four and we played smash brothers for like two hours so oh you're saying you're the negranu in this story yeah that, that was the closest side got it got it got it i was waiting to find like you were at matt ryan's house like i was waiting to find out who the negranu oh you were the daniel you were oh wow what a comparison you just made yeah. <laughs> yeah i sat at jake tools table at the borgata you're welcome jake gracing you with yeah that was a, that was uh you, you fulfilled a lifelong uh yeah experience for me i watched you punt it off i did actually that bad summer at world series of poker witnessing a rampage punt in real life was just it, it was watching picasso paint because you knew it was coming he just barreled barreled shoved snap called insta mucks march out of there i was like my heart was like fluttering. I was like, I can't believe what I, it was watching Barry Bonds hit that home run off Eric Gagne. They say it's like the best at bat in baseball history. It's juiced up Gagne against juiced up Bonds. He's throwing 102. Bonds is just hacking at the ball. And they made an agreement before the at bat, fastballs only, like no funny stuff, just man against man. It's the best. Like, look it up. Like, they call it the best at bat in, like, baseball history. And it ends with Bond hitting it 500 feet. And that's what it was like. It was like just watching just Rampage in this 5K 6 Max, just mono mono And obviously, he he just insta-mucked a river and marched out of there. And I just stand in ovation. That's what you, that's what you pay 5K for, to see a Rampage. I say, like, is he doing that with anything? Like, just, is he? Like, does he mix it up? I haven't seen him play, like, live, live enough like that where he's... He plays aggressive. Like, I, I'm sure that yeah. works in some tournaments. Like, I don't know. It's only a punt if they call, right? So... I, I mean, he did bluff He did bluff off, like, 600,000 real dollars on, on stream. He's not. He's definitely not afraid. Which yeah. game was that? The million-dollar game. He won in that. Oh, you're saying he bluffed. Yes, yes, yes. He, he went for it. Yeah, he yeah, went. yeah. When you, he, say, when you he, say bluffed off. Wait, if you say bluffed off, doesn't that imply that he lost? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just sounds like semantics to me. I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. Never. Can I give you guys my confession? Sure. Hashtag Barstool Confessions. I relapsed. Played ACR. ACR? On Sunday, 
Me too. <laughs> I played for maybe 15 minutes. I late regged four tournaments, busted them all within 15 minutes. I'm out again. I I needed my quick fix. It was terrible. And uh, excuse me, I'm out again. I'll see you guys back next month. See, that's interesting because I played on Sunday and I played in, in the 215, 200K guarantee. It's like 50K up top. Yeah. And I late regged and I was doing well. And uh, there were 12 left. And uh, oh, I the ACR my... one, yeah. The and fuck? I had my, I had, I had my tweet manifested already to go and text you guys, just screenshot in first place, fifty k. Yeah, ACR is not so bad. <laughs> and uh, I, I was down to like twelve bigs, and uh, I it was an aggressive shove on the bot and trying to steal the blinds with pocket fives and and, and big sounds, blind head things. Sounds uh, completely. Why is that an aggressive? That sounds. The, the yeah, way, way the, the way the table the way the table was playing it was kind of aggressive. Yeah, but but the, it folded you on the button. I don't know what else you can do there. It, fo- it folded me on the button, but I also would not have been re-raised with anything that wasn't better than five. So I easily could have just bet the minimum, uh, and Smitty, Smitty. I would repopped. I would have no. saved ten points. No, no. The way the, I mean, the way the table was dictating action at that point. I know, but that's I know, but that's not how you play that hand. There are there are there are some hands that that you you could that you could raise fold, but you don't raise fold fives there with twelve lines you shove. Gotcha. Okay, for, so for, a couple, lost, I, for, for a couple reasons, the re, well, one is just because you're opening the button doesn't mean it's only going, um, you know, re-raise or 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 fold, you know, shove or fold. Um, so like getting like jack eight off to fold from the big blind versus you know versus your min raise if your plan is to raise fold uh, by shoving is is huge. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. I mean, it's... it's I don't want you to think you did anything wrong. Like that's yeah. That's I mean, you really just the way. button to pick up twenty percent of your stack. It, it's, it's pretty yeah. standard. It's just yeah. every everybody at the table. Nobody had more than fifteen bigs, uh, and I the way it was going, nobody was even calling unless like they had a hand. So I thought I right, like, but just so right, but just so you know, when that's when that's the case, it actually incentivizes incentivizes yeah, it should be more to, to shove even wider. Yeah, yeah. So I lost, and the payout was like one, one point four, like fourteen hundred. And then uh, I was playing. I, I punted off with us, Nate, like six hundred yeah. that night. Um, and I, I yeah, I, I got like, you good. Done. I got you good in that one. Yeah, I mean, just I, I was done at that point. I was like down to my last one fifty, and I just shoved yeah. with Ace Jack suited. But um, I, I saw ACR had a. Uh, it's a sports book, so I, I laid like fourteen hundred on some, some tennis bet for Monday, and of course I lost. Like, right. what, what, what tennis bet? You should run, run run by any tennis bets. I got a tennis guy, and like he's usually been hot. Smitty does no, have not, a tennis guy. No, no, Nakashimi. Oh. I don't know who that is. Who's, 
Who did he play? He played um he played some Euro. Lorak or something. Oh, whatever. Keep talking. Just absolutely got. I had absolutely got shit on. He lost the first set like in a biblical way, and I was like, okay. So yeah, that is, so I, so I ended up losing the five hundred dollars I deposited in ACR that night. Good talk. Good stuff. <laughs> but man, if I would have won that fifty k, I would have been hitting you up for some. Cause... Yeah, well, that's that's the only way I would have been able to get paid out. Just transfer the money because God knows. I mean, able to... you can do it in Bitcoin. A lot of people just try to transfer it out for Venmo and stuff. Just I don't know. Fuck that site. Speaking of ACR, so Chris Moneymaker just plays high rollers now. He's just <laughs> yeah. This yeah. really feels like like full tilt. Does you it? Know? <laughs> It, it it really does when we when they make the documentary about it or when the whole thing comes crashing down it's like who could have saw this coming literally everybody the dude naggy is not even allowed in the united states because he's committing like every wire fraud felony in the world but the question is is like moneymaker and all these other guys are they like complacent like are they imagine chris moneymaker goes to jail no way complicit, complicit? Yeah. Complacent, complicit. Yeah, I, I maybe. White. I, mean, I, I don't Brian think. I don't think money. I think money makers just accepting anything that's given to him. Well, He's that's not, how Phil got off with the ultimate bet stuff. He was just like herpy derp. I didn't know anything. When one of his best friends is like the software engineer who like set up ultimate bet. So like I don't know. These guys just plead ignorance. They have. It's to great for. It's what? pretty great for Triton though. I mean, they're like sponsoring. They're like sponsoring Triton now and they get, you know, not very good, no offense, ACR pros to to play in these like they they I guess they do these comp- competitions for these Triton packages and then like in turn more like really good but not maybe not like top tier elite tournament regs come to the Triton and you know it, it they're getting a ton of uh a ton of entries for these these huge buy-ins. Man, yeah, that Bryn Kenny can also steal. Bryn Kenny, right, right. Nice. Bryn Kenny wins. You know, comes out of nowhere, wins six million bucks, and uh, probably still isn't going to pay his uh, his workers for the poker site he's working on. Mm-hmm. Bryn Kenny first back first all time money list sixty five million in live earnings. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, he just they were to- playing the uh, they were playing the heads up match like it was a. You know, like a one-two heads-up match. Yeah, look very casual. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, how many people played this two fifty k? Ninety-one entries, twenty-seven re-entries. Um, Jason Kuhn mincashed. Kerry Katz. Did you see? Did you see how he mincashed? It was insane. No, tell me. He had one and a half blinds, two off the money. And you know, there's there's obviously several short stacks, but no, in nowhere near that short. And there was like a three way all in, or two people busted in one hand on on other tables, and he and he min cashed. That's why Jason Kuhn is the best. It was insane. That's probably the best ninety thousand he's ever won. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he was a reentry. Yeah. True. Yeah. There's all these like random like just euros. Yeah. I mean, these are all like these are all like online crushers that are 
you, you know, you, you always see them trickle in. Uh, there's se- several really, really good Brazilians that are making their, their way through the, the high roller scene. Yeah, Brazil's up next for sure. Like, it was the Germans and Russians. Like, Brazil's yeah. been around for a while. They just seem like they're taking yeah. over now. I mean, I think they have, like, several elite guys like Yuri. Um, what's that? Uh, Pedro? Not Pedro. Some, like, Garnianen guy. Uh, who seems really, really good? Um, yeah, this Pedro Garigagani. Yeah, 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 he seems he seems really good. Um, and then you know, there's there's the fam- familiar faces that are all top tier. Doug Polk made the final table, the main event. Andre Akari. Andre Akari, yeah. I haven't seen that name in so long. I think he's probably too rich. From private game he's like he's like a he's like a mega star in brazil from poker yeah he's like friends with neymar really i didn't know he was i thought he was just an old school guy no he is a he is a mega he's like a rock star poker in brazil is is different than it is anywhere else it's like a sport there is that really famous guy pop star who's now a poker player is he brazilian no, no he's, he's Argentinian, but I, I think I mean he's he's famous. What's his name? Uh, Loco Choco. But he, or he, he's actually famous for being a singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now he's like just full time high roller poker guy. So he's Papa Loco. Yeah, look at Andre Akari. What a legend! Yeah, he is a legend. Yeah, like I just remember him from like old, old, old school poker stars team pro. He was probably in like the first batch of poker stars team pros. Is it all online down there, Jake? In Brazil, no. No, they have uh they had a stars series. I don't know if they've I don't know if they still have it. Um they had a stars series, they had a party series, <clears throat> and, and they were huge. They were huge, huge fields, and they and they were they weren't like, I want to say they were between like 1K and 5Ks, maybe a 10K for the party when they were doing the party millions live. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're huge fields down there. Hmm. I mean, they run, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not too in touch with the, like the online, the like rest of the world online scene, but um, from oh, yeah, my understanding, fucking isolated. The, Imagine, what? imagine how much poker would grow if, like, everyone could just play GG poker in America. Yeah, like just, um, yeah. I, how much I mean, money I would it, lose to the it'd rest be of huge. The world. the rest of the world is too far ahead of me. I think. I think I like. I would just still be a loser in these games. Yeah, but that's I like ba- I can't battle the but Euros. That's like the general stigma is that you know the rest of the world fields are much much harder than the american yeah. field and I it's not them. because of their size it's just they're better competition and um you know ability to put in volume especially I want, for tournament i only want to play against america i don't want to play against the brazilians yeah i mean seems like the brazilians are really good i'm yeah. sure there's very bad brazilians but there's definitely good ones well, you got to think about it logically. If you, if you are able to make it out of Brazil, pay your way to America and play in these tournaments or the Triton, you're obviously very, very good. We think how many Brazilians are losing just as much money online as dumb regular America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
it's if it's you know if it's as popular as we're saying it is there's going to be losers you know there's going to be really bad really bad brazilians it's just so wait jake how how have you done online since you announced your return to the felt last week you said you're back you're gonna grind out. yeah well it's been uh two and a half weeks um this is probably uh, like aside from tournaments or like having a tournament score this is probably the most i've made wow. in this span um ever you just in, seen the ball since i've been in new jersey you're seeing good. the ball or running good or playing good what what what's the trick Def- definitely running good um that's humble but, but the game i mean the games have been awesome uh they've really like i've i've been playing on the apps but like the new jersey games have been they've just been great there, there's been a lot of a lot of really good no limit a lot of really good plo um you know i basically just came like once i started just fired up as many tables as i can handle and and try to play a bunch let's see but, that i mean I've been, I, I've been i've been running i've been running very very well um, no downswing just straight up no i mean i haven't had a losing day wow two and a half weeks yeah wow that's awesome what do you yeah. have um, well i mean like i i don't know i i <laughs> these these streaks happen it's just you know it's 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 nice when it happens after you take a month and a half off <laughs> But um, yeah, I just I, I think for me the biggest thing is just keeping my like keeping my mindset right because you know when when things are going that well you it's easy to slip and and you know maybe not commit as much time to it or you know I, I started playing Saturday morning and uh, I just felt like I you know I was like in, I was feeling overly entitled to you know that i should be winning and and i started off like getting crushed and then that you know the this is what happens when you are running hot it's you things turn around very quickly and you know you're able to mentally and you know you mentally recover and recover financially from from playing but uh yeah, that that was like a, I, I got out of that session and i was like okay i'm gonna you know even if this streak does continue i'm just gonna put my nose to the grindstone and make sure that doesn't happen again I think it's a little you, bit of winners still. I think you should never quit a session until you're back up again. See if you can go the rest of the year without a losing. Some day. people, some people would recommend that. I, for me, um, you set a timer. You play. I'm playing five hours. I don't set a timer, but I do. I do. Um, you know, like it's been important to me since I got back to to prioritize a few. You know, some some things outside of poker. So like. You know, even if I'm only playing four hours in a day, um, as opposed to six or seven, um, that's okay because I'm I'm doing other things that are helping me away from the table. There you go. Didn't Mike Matisell say he had only like one losing month since like '98? <laughs> you think that guy would make in that, that in cash? You think in Mike Matisell's making that up, Smitty? How dare you? I don't know. How dare you? That that dude's still taking bets that Trump will be president in 2020. <laughs> he was. Yeah, Trump didn't concede. 
technically still still up up in the air who's to say i love madison what a g (laughs) i was doing a funny bit with him we both had scooters in vegas doing a funny bit when i was just riding right next to him but he didn't really get the joke it's like he didn't get the joke he didn't get the joke because in two months you'll be off the scooter (laughs) he has bad back problems man yeah nothing to fuck with all right i'm gonna go poop all right, good luck. God bless. Smitty? No, I don't say take us home. Shall I take your order, or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah, now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply.